You're now listening to Positive Minds Only Podcast. What's up? It's your boy, Kenneth, and we back with another episode of Positive Minds Only Podcast. And today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, today I'm going to be reading a book to you guys. And this book that I'm reading is called The Strangest Secret by Errol Nightingale. And this book changed my life, like literally changed my life. And it was the audio book that I heard. It wasn't the book I read. It was an audio book on YouTube. I'm not sure how I came across the, the this video, but once I watched it, I watched it for 30 days straight and it changed my life. And a little about the author, his name is Earl Nightingale. And he was born in uh, California. He was born into a poor family. I think this was in like the 1920s or the 30s. Uh, he actually joined the Marines which is similar to me like i joined the marines I, I was born into a poor family basically we both joined marines but uh he was into radio like he had the voice like that that radio voice and i know a lot of people don't know who he is but if you type earl nightingale in it on youtube and you hear his voice it will sound familiar because it sounded familiar for me and i'm like i never heard of the guy at all but yeah uh he wrote this no he spoke about this book it's a book i'm not for sure if he read it this book is called the stranger secret from somebody else but what he did was he had a radio station and he recorded this book and this book influenced so many people and it influenced my life this book came out in like 1940 something so a book from 1940 affecting me in 2018 like that shows you how much power this book has so I'm going to read this book to you guys. Hope you guys tune in to the end. Uh, don't try to skip it. I know like that's what people like do. Like They like to skip through stuff. I don't know why y'all do that, but uh, The Strangest Secret. Do you know what will happen to 100 individuals who start even at the age of 25 and who believe they will be successful? By the age of 65, only 5 out of 100 people will make that grade. Why do you why do so many fail? What happened to the sparkle that was there when they were 25? What became of their dreams, their hopes, their plans? And why is it there's such a large disparity between what these people intended to do and what they actually accomplished? This is the strangest secret. Some years ago, the late Nobel Prize winning Dr. Albert Schweitzer was asked by a reporter, Doctor, what's wrong with men today? The great doctor was silent a moment and then he said, Men simply don't think. It's about this that I want to talk with you. We live today in a golden age. This, in the, this is an era that humanity has looked forward to, dreamed of, worked toward for thousands of years. We live in the richest era that ever existed on the face of the earth, a land of abundant opportunity for everyone. However, if you take 100 individuals who start even at the age of 25, do you have any idea what will happen to those men and women by the time they're 65? These 100 people believe they're going to be successful. They're eager toward life. There's a certain sparkle in their eye, an erectness to their carriage, and life seems like a pretty interesting adventure to them. But by the time they're 65, only one will be rich. Four will be financially independent. Five will be still working and 54 will be broke depending on others for life necessities only five out of 100 make the grade why do so many people fail 
What has happened to the sparkle that was there when they were 25? What has become of the dreams, the hopes, the plans? And why is there such a large disparity between what these people intended to do and what they actually accomplish? First, we have to, to, to define success. And here is the best definition I've ever been able to, f to find. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. A success is a school teacher who is teaching because that's what he or she wants to do. A success is the entrepreneur who starts his own company because that was his dream. That's what he wants to do. A success is the salesperson who wants to become the best salesperson in his or her company and sets forth on the pursuit of that goal. A success is anyone who is realizing a worthy predetermined ideal because that's what he or she decided to do deliberately. But only one of 20 does that. The rest are failures. Roland May, the distinguished psychiatrist, wrote a wonderful book called Man's Search for Himself. And it's in his book, he says, the opposite of courage in our society is not cowardice. It is conformity. And there you have the reason for so many failures. Conformity. People acting like everyone else without knowing why or where they are going. We learn to read by the time we're seven. We learn to make a living by the time we're 30. Often by that time, we're not only making a living, we're supporting a family. And yet by the time we're 65, we haven't learned how to become financially independent in the richest land that has ever been known. Why? We conform. Most of us are acting like the wrong percentages of the group, the 95 who don't succeed. Have you ever wondered why so many people work so hard and honestly without ever achieving anything in particular and why others don't seem to work hard yet seem to get everything? They seem to have the magic touch. You've heard people say everything he touches turned to gold. Have you ever noticed that a person who becomes successful tends to continue to become more successful? And on the other hand, have you noticed how someone who's a failure to tends to continue to fail? The difference is goals. People with goals succeed because they know where they're going. It is that simple. Failures, on the other hand, believe that their lives are shaped by circumstances, by things that happen to them by exterior forces. Think of a ship with a complete voyage mapped out and planned. The captain and crew know exactly where their ship is going and how long it will take. It has a definite goal and 99.9% .9 out of the 10,000 times it will get there. Now let's take another ship, just like the first, only let's not put a crew on it, or a captain at the helm. Let's give it no aiming point, no goal, and no destination. We just start the engines and let it go. I think you'll agree that if it gets out the harbor at all, it will either sink or wind up in some deserted beach. A der derelict, it can go any place because it has no de destination and no guidance. It is the same with a human being. However, the human race is fixed not to prevent the strong from winning, but to prevent the weak from losing. Society today can be likened to a convoy in a time of war. The entire society is slowed down to protect its weakest link. Just as the naval convoy has to go at the speed that will permit its slowest vessel to, re to remain in formation. That's why it's so easy to make a living today. It takes no particular brains or talent to make a living and support a family today. We have a plateau of so-called security. So to succeed, all we must do is decide how high above this plateau we want to aim. Throughout history, the great wise men and teachers, philosophers and prophets have disagreed with one another on many different things. 
It is only at this one point that they are all in complete unanimous agreement. The key to success and the key to failure is we become what we think. The strangest secret now, why do it, it why is it so strange? And why do it call it a secret? Actually, it isn't a secret at all. It was first promulgated by some of the earliest wise men and it appears again and again throughout the Bible. But very few people have learned it or understood or understand it. That's why it's strange. That's why for some equally reason, it virtually remains a secret. Marcus Aurelius, the great Roman emperor, said a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. This Aurelius said this, everything comes as if a man will only wait. A human being with a settled purpose must accomplish it, and nothing can resist a will that will stake even existence for its fulfillment. William James said, We need only in cold blood act as if the thing in question were real, and it will become inflatably real by growing into such a connection with our life. That it will become real, it will become so knit with habit and emotion that our interest in it will be those which characterize belief. He continues, only you must then really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time a hundred other incompatible things just as strongly. My old friend, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, put it this way. If you think in a negative terms, you will get negative results. If you think in positive terms, you will achieve positive results. George Bernard Shaw said, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get up in this world are pop or people who get up and look for circumstances that they want. And if they can't find them, make them. Well, it's pretty apparent, isn't it? We become what we think about. A person who is thinking about a concrete and worthwhile goal is going to reach it because that's what he's thinking about. Conversely, the person who has no goal, who doesn't know where he's going and whose thoughts must therefore be thought of confusion, anxiety and fear and worry will thereby create a life of frustration, fear, anxiety, and worry. And if he thinks about nothing, he becomes nothing. And ye sow, so shall ye reap. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. The human mind is much like a farmer's land. The land gives the farmer a choice. He, make, he may plant in the land whatever he chooses. The land doesn't care where he is planted. It is up to the farmer to make the decision. The mind, like the land, will return what, what you will plant, but it doesn't care what you plant. If the farmer plants two seeds, one a seed of corn, the other nightshade, a deadly poison, waters it, take care of the land, what will happen? Remember, the land doesn't care. It will return poison in just wonderful abundance as it is corn. So up come the two plants, one corn, one poison, as it is written in the Bible, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. The human mind is far more fertile, far more incredible and mysterious than the land, but it works the same way. It doesn't care what we plant, success or failure, a concrete worthwhile goal or confusion, misunderstanding, fear, anxiety, and so on. But we want, but we, what we plant, it must return to us. The problem is that our mind comes as standard equipment at birth. It's free and things that are given to us for nothing we place little value on. Things we pay money for we value. The paradox is that's exactly the reverse is true. Everything that's really worthwhile in this life came to us free. Our minds, our souls, our bodies, our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, 
our intelligence, our love of family and children and friends and country, all these priceless possessions are free. But the things that cost us money are actually very cheap and can be replaced at any time. A good man can be completely wiped out and make another fortune. He can do that several times. Even if our homes burn down, we can rebuild it. But the things we got for nothing, we can never replace. Our mind can do any kind of job we assign it to do. But genetically speaking, we use it for little jobs instead of big ones. So decide now. What is it you want? Plant your goal in your mind. It's the most important decision you'll ever make in your entire life. Do you want to excel at a particular job? Do you want to go places in your company, in your community? Do you want to get rich? All you got to do is plant that seed in your mind. Care for it. Work steadily towards your goal and it will become a reality. It not only will, there's no way that it cannot. You see, there's a law like the laws of Sir Isaac Newton, the laws of gravity. If it get up on top of if you get up on top of a building and jump off, you'll always go down. You'll never go up. And it's the same with all the other laws of nature. They're all they always work. They're inflexible. Think about your goal in a relaxed, positive way. Picture yourself in the mind's eye as having already achieved this goal. See yourself doing things you will be doing when you reach your goal. Every one of us is at the sum total of our own thoughts. We were, we are where we are because that's exactly where we really want or feel we deserve to be. Whether we admit that or not, each of us must live off the fruit of our own thoughts in the future. Because what you think today and tomorrow, next month and next year will mold your life and determine your future. You're guided by your mind. I remember one time I was driving through Eastern Arizona and I saw one of those giant earth moving machines roaring along the road with that would look like 30 tons of dirt in it. A tremendous incredible machine and there was a little man perched way on top of the wheel with his hands guiding it. As I drove along I was struck by, by the similarity of the machine to the human mind. Just suppose you're sitting at the controls of a vast source of energy. Are you going to sit back and fold your arms and let it run itself into a ditch? Or are you going to keep both hands firmly on the wheel and control and direct its power to a specific worthwhile purpose? It's up to you. You're in the driver's seat. You're in the very law that gives you success is the double-edged sword. We must control our thinking. The same rule that can lead people to the lives of success, wealth, happiness, and all things they ever dreamed of, the very same law can lead them into the gutter. It's all in how they use it, for good or for bad. That is the strangest secret. Do what the experts since the dawn of recorded history have told us to do. Pay the price by becoming the person you want to become. It's not nearly as difficult as living unsuccessfully. The moment you decide on the goal is to work toward your immediate and successful person. You're there in that rare group of people who know where they're going. Out of uh, every 100 people, you'll be belonging the top five. Don't concern yourself too much with how you're going to achieve your goal. Leave that completely to a power greater than yourself. All you have to do is know where you're going. The answers will come to you of their own accord in the, at the right time. Start today and you'll have nothing to lose, but you'll have your whole life to win. 30-day action ideas for putting the strangest secret to work for you. For the next 30 days, follow each of these steps every day until you have achieved your goal. 
One, write on a card what is what you want more than anything else. It may be more money. Perhaps you like to double your income or make a specific amount of money. It may be a beautiful home. It may be success at your job. It may be a particular position in your life. It could be a more harmonious family. Write down on your card specifically what it is you want. Make sure it is a single goal and clearly defined. You needn't show it to anyone but carry it with you so that you can look at it several times a day. Think about it in a cheerful, relaxed, positive way each morning when you get up and immediately you have something to work for, something to get out of bed for, something to live for. Look at it every chance you get during the day and just before going to bed at night, as you look at it, remember that you must become what you think about. And since you're thinking about what your goal you're realizing that soon it will be yours. In fact, it's really yours the moment you write it down and begin to think about it. Two, stop thinking about what it is you fear. Each time a fearful or negative thought comes into your mind, replace it with the mental picture of your positive and worthwhile goal. And there will come a time when you feel like giving up. It is easier for a human being to think negative than positive. That's why only 5% are successful. You must begin begin now to place yourself in that group. Act that as though it were impossible to fail. As Dorothea Brand said, no matter what your goal is, if you've kept your goal before you every day, you'll wonder and marvel at the new life you found. Three, your success will always be measured by the quality and quantity of your service you render. Most people will tell you that they want to make money without understanding this law. The only people who make money work in a mint. The rest of us must earn money. This is what causes those who keep looking for something for nothing or a free ride to fail in life. Success is not the result of making money. Earning money is the result of success and success is in the direct proportion to our service. Most people have this law backwards. It's like the man who stands in front of a stove and says to it, give me heat and then I'll add wood. How many men and women do you know or do you suppose they are today who take the same attitude toward life? There are millions. We've got to put the fuel in before we can expect heat. Likewise, we, we've got to be at a service before we can expect money. Don't concern yourself with the money. Be of service. Build. Work. Dream. Create. Do this and you'll find there is no limit to the prosperity and abundance that will come to you. Don't start your test until you've made up in your mind to stick with it. If you should fail during your first 30 days, by that I mean suddenly find yourself overwhelmed by negative thoughts, simply start over again from that point on and go 30 more days. Gradually, you'll form a new habit until you find yourself one of that wonderful minority to whom virtually nothing is impossible. Above all, don't worry. Worry brings fear and fear is crippling. The only thing that can cause you to worry during your test is trying to do it all yourself. Know that all you have to do is hold your goal before you. Everything else will take care of itself. Take this 30-day test, then repeat it, then repeat it again. Each time, it will become more and part of you until you wonder how you could have ever have lived any other way. Live this new way and the floodgates of abundance will open you and pour over you more riches than you may ever dream existed. Money, yes, lots of it. But what's more important, you'll have peace. You'll be in that wonderful minority who lead calm, cheerful, successful lives. Start today, you'll have nothing to lose. 
or you will have a whole life to win. 